Hello, hello, and welcome to Outrun the Bear, a podcast about video games. With your host, me, Jacob. And me, Adam. And here we are with our lack of authority. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We've got no authority. Mm-hmm. We don't play a lot of video games. I wouldn't say we have no authority. Yeah. Right. No yeah. real authority is no what the yeah, is, no real is what we came You're up right. with. You're no right. real authority. I mean, we're not like gaming journalists. Full play... authority. What? Faux authority? Oh, faux authority. I thought you, I just, I thought you just repeated no again. <laughs> okay. Why are you saying yep. the same thing over and over again? <laughs> what an intro. What an intro. Strong. How have you been? Um, Very well. Thank you. Yourself? This is this is good. This, yeah, good. Yeah, good. I got some. I got some. Just snacks. Zelda news. I got. I feel like Jacob has snacks. I don't know how he's going to eat them while he's recording here, but I saw some snacks. And... Oh no! I just wolfed. I wolfed down like three snacks before we started recording. Okay, it's going to tie you over for the next three and a half hours. That's that was my audio test. <laughs> I put one in my mouth and just like listen to the crunch just to make sure that it sounded really good. Perfect. And it was good. Oh yeah, it was great. Your peaks and your highs and lows are. I shouldn't have deleted it. it should have. It should have. We yeah, should have kept it. We might have to... kept it for. Hmm. Nobody wants to hear me chewing. We have to bring back a crunch right into the chat here. I think nobody wants to hear me chewing. Um, what do they want to hear? I think they want to hear about what we've been playing. They sure do. It's clamoring and for it. I heard. I think um, this week, I won't outdo you with the number of games. Uh, yeah, yeah, you will. With the, it's not always about quantity. It's quantity? not just about quality. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to have like 10 games that I'm like, Hey, I, mainly because there was one game that I was going to try out. That is you that what me. this podcast is about? Is you just showing me up and how many games you can play? Is that why you did this? Agreed to do this podcast? I mean, it took you 56 episodes to figure that out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I thought that was established very early on. You're right. I'm just <laughs> I just like to get excited about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. excited about it. All right. So here's the real deal. Jacob's going to talk a little bit about Zelda because whatever. Um, and we're going to talk about a bunch about Starfield because the last time you heard from us, we talked about Starfield a little bit, but now we want to talk about it a little more because that's kind of the main we- thing we've been playing. Well. Yeah, that I've been playing and Jacob has also been playing, but I'm sure Jacob's also been playing some other things. And I have a couple other small little nuggets, but why don't you go tell us about your Tears of the Kingdom? How's Ganon have? Uh, he's defeated. Defeated. He's he's no he's no longer except he's a back. threat to Hyrule. Mm. I feel like this is um, except for he ha- he is kind of back and yeah, I'm still playing. That's what I thought. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a, I got at the end. I got a, you know, congratulations, and then it reloaded and was like, you could fight him again because he's actually still here. Yeah. No. So, so but, it, it kind of rewinds you back to right before that event. Yeah. And then yeah, and it gives you and some the rest of the stuff. Yeah, and it gives you a little star on your save game, like as you beat it, right. and um, it gives you a percentage. Now it tells you, it adds a bunch of different things about like what you've. Completed. Oh, so this is actually a good thing because it's going to help you manage your yep. life to get to 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breath yeah. of the Wild had the same thing. Like it actually starts telling you uh, the percentage and what what you. You know, I never went game. back into my game after I completed Breath of the Wild. And surprising I s- no one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be hurt, but I'm not. I, I, I mean. I, I'll jab at anybody who didn't 
you know, spend Complete all the 250 hours in Breath yeah. of the Wild. Yeah, it's an unnecessary amount of hours on a video game. Um, um, I I have been playing a little bit of Zelda. Okay. And I just want to point out that this game is a hard game to get 250 hours played in if you are not Jacob. Um, and I think there's a number of you out there, but it's it takes a real will to want to just explore and discover on your own without guidance. And I just don't think it's for everybody. And we, I know we touched on this, or I touched on this before, about sure. just this, like, it. I think it's a, I think, I think it asks a lot of you. Um, and I do really enjoy the game, and I have been playing it some more, like, truly. But the, and I, and I do enjoy it. I just don't enjoy, I just don't need to see every crevice of, like, oh, what's behind, like, that rock over in the corner? Like, uh, But I don't, I, well, I mean, I, yeah, you like do because open... there's a Korok behind it. That's why you need to go there. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's a little different uh, than Breath of the Wild uh, in some sense. Um, well, uh, but everybody takes an open world game in a different uh, perspective, right? Like y- you either like the world and like the exploration and like, you know, doing that or you like kind of just generally just like doing the main story and kind of grabbing the main pieces of things and you could do that in Zelda. I think the difference for me though is, and and I think it's mostly, sorry to interrupt, but I think it's because you specifically have a way of enjoying this game and you do, I know you enjoy every minute of it truly, but Mm the, well, or most of it anyways, but the, and I think about Elden Ring and Elden Ring isn't like, it's, uh, I'm not going to compare the two, but I'll say that they're, um, they've got a lot of similar pieces of like, I'm going to not give you a huge amount of story. You kind of have to piece together some things on your own. It's probably actually far worse for that than Zelda is. But the, um, but it's it's a lot of like, do what you want. Do what you want to do. And then here's some light guidance to get you where we want you to be. But you don't have to go there if you don't want to. Like, just do whatever you want to do. And And I, with Elden Ring, I found that, I was really compelled to explore everything and do a lot of stuff. So I like, I know that exists for me and like I can play, I just, I think when I think and hear about you playing Zelda, I'm like, he's looking at, he's, he's going like, there's a little like shadow over there on the edge of the cliff. I, he's going to go and look at and see what's in behind it. Maybe there's a chest there or there's a Korok or a whatever. And I, I feel, I feel like that's just not for me. I'm not, there's no judgment. And I don't want to, uh, we've had this conversation. We don't need to revisit it entirely. But this but. is, but this is me in every open world game. I know. It's a general. lot. It's a lot. But but I, okay, so like I think I spent way more time in Breath of the Wild exploring than I did in in um Tears of the Kingdom and if you if you if you watched like my hero's path of like where I spent time, yeah. I probably did way more um teleportation in Tears of the Kingdom. I mean the th- the fact of the matter is the main world, the main level is primarily the same with some obvious differences but you know so i like i I know the world in general but it's been a number of years so it's nice to kind of come back to it and kind of be like oh yeah i kind of remember this area whatever but i i didn't explore it the way that i did breath of the wild um but obviously there's the sky there's the depths um but again like in terms of even even if you look at the depths i kind of use the map to kind of generally choose kind of where i was going to explore because it's pretty generally pretty clear where there's just a lot of nothing um because it's not like a very full thing but like i just 
if the world is compelling and I just like to explore it, um, I'm, I'm going to explore it. That's just like that's just like the nature of it. But I don't think I don't think Zelda, I don't think Tears of the Kingdom is forces you or should. I mean, maybe people maybe people just get the the idea that you need to, you know, just get everything. But, you know, talking to other people who have played this and, you know, quote unquote, completed the game, they didn't 100 percent it. They kind of did a lot of the major stuff and got a lot of the shrines. And they were like, yeah, that's good enough for me. I can see that. Because, I mean, I'll be honest, the Koroks are going to be a lot of work for me in this game. To do it all over again, like with Breath of the Wild, when I did Koroks, which everybody kind of points out is an insane thing to do, it's 900 Koroks. I did the Koroks probably, I took a break from the game and I came back to it, I think, two or three months later. Because the DLC was coming out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to re-explore. The... And, and it was great. I jumped back in and I was like, oh, this is great. Because I can just explore the world again. Maybe that's and, what, like, maybe that's what you do again. here too, right? Like, like this doesn't have to be a, I'm going to do all the Koroks in the next month thing, right? No, I don't think it's going to be. I can't see myself just sitting down now and just being like, okay, I'm going to now just. I think, I think about how I approached and the game I don't want to talk about anymore uh, with Diablo 4, where... I, there was a bunch of things I wanted to complete before a certain period of time. And so I just mm -hmm. sat down in an evening and I did a section or whatever. And I think, you, I think that's a good way to manage that and continue to keep your love alive for. Yeah, no, I, this, this is, so this is why I decide on the weekend. I, my kids, I was like, should I just, should I go beat Ganon? I had completed all the main quests. I had done a lot of what I intended to do. There was clearly stuff that I still needed to do, but in terms of like main quest stuff, I had done everything. So I'm just so picturing like, this living room at the moment where like, are they like cheering you on? Like, are you like, are they like, yeah, get him. No, look, look good on the left, dad. Like, is that what's happening? Not, not quite. They're, they were no. pretty focused on what was going on, yeah. but there were so many questions at the end. And my daughter's like, I don't understand. Like uh, she went, she went to bed. It was late. It took me a lot longer than I thought it would be like a pretty quick thing. It, yeah. It ended up being like probably a good hour and a half for me to finish. Um, I, I will say without any spoilers, it was pretty satisfying. It was a pretty good end fight. Sure. You know, it still it 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 still followed most of the kind of you know, standard like game, game fights that you would yeah. expect yeah. um at the end, but there was still some good stuff in it and um, I, I did enjoy it and I, it was kind of pretty satisfying at the end, um, at the end, but she, <laughs> my wife took her to bed and she's like, I don't understand. So like, wait, so dad loads up again and like Ganon is still there, but he defeated him. She didn't understand this whole concept that. Does that mean bad like, guys no, no, can just, never die? <laughs> like, wait, I don't understand. No, it just, it just loads you up like right before you fight Ganon. So you can kind of do more of the game. I don't understand, but but you know, you've did all this stuff and the whole Zelda and all this. And no, no, no. But like, you can do it again. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. She, she, was, she, was she doesn't understand by this. why you would continue to play the game after you've defeated it and why they would bring it back. Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, Jacob. No, because she was worried that this was going to be the end. Like, at the end of the fight, like, are you never going to play this game again? I was like, no, no, no. There's lots of work to do. Right. Um, yeah. So. Actually, I'm seeing yeah, so that with a lot of people. They don't want to do the last thing because they don't want it to end. Um, you like know, in but, various but I, things, like TV shows, like all sorts of things. But I, I normally in these kind of games, I would I would typically one hundred percent and then finish it. Sure, like I would, you know, generally. But 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 I didn't do it with Breath of the Wild. I probably did all the shrines in Breath of the Wild. I think before I finished the game, maybe. 
I can't I can't quite remember. Not me. I didn't do that. I don't, listen, surprising no one. 90, 90 shrines or so. Just a oof. Is that seventy five percent or something? Oh, it's tough. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Indigestion. That really hurt yeah. my insides. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I didn't finish the shrines in this one because I was like I like very close to finishing all the shrines. But I thought, you know what? Like at the end of the day, there's so much to do in Tears of the Kingdom. I was like, it's fine. Like finishing Ganon is I've done all the main stuff. So so it gives me my percentage. It told me I was 68% done, which, you know, it seems kind of low. But um, what's crazy is I, I've spent probably another, I've probably spent another five or seven hours on the game. And I've raised that up to 72%. So I just did some quick math on your your time played. Um, and I have some interesting statistics to share with our audience about your time. Oh, really? Uh, and I will say that Jacob also did not start playing this game on the release date um, because he didn't receive it until a couple of days later. Three days Correct. later? Yeah, something like three days later. Yeah. And and he's been somewhat restricted on playtime at times, although I think that door is Definitely at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely at the beginning. Yeah. So you've averaged one and a half hours per day of Zelda on average. <laughs> I don't know that I wanted to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> 134 days ago is when it came out. I met 205 hours in that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> likes Zelda. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, I I am my my come my, my idea in my head is that um, I want to finish the last shrines. I finished the underground. I completely. All my maps are explored now, all three. So I got a little reward for doing the underground. Um, I mean, it's just a completion reward. It doesn't give you anything. Um, but I want to complete the shrines. And I, I think, like what I said, I think the Koroks become a... Uh, just every now and then I'll jump back into the game and just complete some. Sure. I work towards it every now and then. You know, when the kids want to jump into it or whatever, I'll I'll jump into it and and do it but it's um it's surprising how much i still have to do like in terms of koroks in terms of um the side quests like side quests i've done 79 of 135 or something which i was surprised i missed that many these are like but the side quests are like even things about just those are the more like side uh oh anytime you see the red exclamation mark right yeah fetch questy ones or whatever um you know you so, I wish I could put this roof back together. Yeah, but like I haven't found technically, I haven't even found all the sign guys. Uh, you know, actually, I haven't seen a sign guy in a long time. I haven't either. But then I was looking at my map and I noticed there's so often where he's usually. I think he's only on roads. I think typically, right? And there's so often where I was never following the road. So there's probably a lot of sections where I just didn't see him because I wasn't following. There's the a road hero's road. path for this game, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, you probably don't have it yet. Uh, oh, it might open later. Got it. I haven't even gone to look. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of little things. Yeah, all those all those things were Breath of the Wild are in, in the game pretty much. Very good. Yeah. So anyways, I that's uh, it'll it'll I think it'll slow down now. I think I'll get down to kind of 
every now and then. It won't be um, every waking moment, every an hour and a half every day, uh, as you put it. <laughs> Play that game. <laughs> Excellent. But, yeah. uh, and I know you've been playing Starfield. Uh, we'll talk about yeah, that in a I few did. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I I, um, I actually haven't played anything else. I finished um, Full Throttle. You know, uh, not much to add there. But I did I did finish Full Throttle. Um, but then, yeah, all my other time has been just uh, Starfield. Right. Yeah. Where you are ahead of me, shockingly, uh, in hours played. I mean. Um, all right. I haven't really played a ton uh, over the last couple of weeks. So I played, um, I'm still playing Halls of Torment. I'm still really enjoying it. It's just a nice, fun pickup and game. I got to say, I really need to learn how to go to bed sometimes, though. Uh, last night, I played around, and I know for a fact that I fell asleep at least twice while playing this game. Just kind of nodding off, and because what would happen is my eyes, I would open my eyes, and it would be at like the selection screen where you select your upgrade, and I'm like, oh, I didn't die. So I'm like, I guess I'll select something, and then I play for a little bit longer, and then, anyways, uh, it's a nice like, it's kind of a sleepy time game in a way because it's like pretty low key, but yeah, I actually what I've been doing is what I actually what I really enjoy doing is playing that, and then I have a little picture in picture add on for Chrome. It lets you stream any video you want in a in a always on top picture. So I throw on community uh, streaming um, in the corner, and I've been watching community while playing this torment game. It's great. I get, I get, I get questioned about that kind of behavior. You do doing two things, do do consuming two two types of media at the same time. Yeah. What kind of questions do you get? What are you doing? <laughs> What do you like? You can't have enough going on that you've got a show going on as well as a game. I would suggest to you that this is uh, extremely common behavior for everybody who's younger than us, and uh, I would suggest uh, also that um, it is just prevalent everywhere. How many people sit on their phones today while they watch a TV show? You know what? This is great. This is great. I'm just trying to be young, <laughs> right? Trying. That's trying, trying, <laughs> trying. Try. I mean, I'm failing in so many other ways, but yeah, I mean, like, let me have one thing where one thing. I'm being yeah. young. There you go. This is the new young at heart. Um, I mean, I, I feel like the, there are games where I want nothing more than just everything to do with that game to be my focus or movie or TV show or whatever. But if I'm watching like, like this would be the same as throwing on a TV show while I'm cooking. Like, what are you doing? Why would you, why, right. would, you, why would you do that? Yeah. No. Of course I yeah, do. Yeah, which is that. what I do. Yeah. I do yeah, it all yeah. the time. Where, where it's less yeah. I'm, am I yeah, paying a hundred percent attention to either thing? Not, not like not really. Yeah. Uh, autopilot cooking, autopilot show I've already watched before. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I mean, I can't tell you how much World of Warcraft I played and I watched like copious amounts of television shows while playing that game because the game's like a lot of it's just autopilot it's like it's like playing um it's just a very simple game like once you get sort of good at it but it's still enjoyable to do those things and you get fulfillment from doing them but it's almost like it's not enough it would be pretty dull to just play i think yeah once upon a time world of warcraft uh has a it uses lua lua as their programming okay. language, um, and okay. you can, and you can write add-ons in Lua, and the 
um, whoever makes Peggle, I don't know who makes Peggle. Is, uh, it's a big EA. company, EA or somebody. Yeah, they wrote the a Peggle add-on for World of Warcraft so that you could play Peggle while you were like playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> That's funny. It's great. Well, I can understand it. I mean, it's not often that I do it um, because of the types of games I play, but every now and then. Yeah, I mean, even Zelda to a certain degree, if I was like just. If you're just like, grinding out, trying to grinding pick, like like as a perfect example, World out. of Warcraft, you you would you might go and say, you know what, I'm just going to go pick a bunch of flowers because I want to be able to do a bunch of like I want to create a bunch of potions and stuff. And I want to and I know the route I want to take and I'm just going to do a few laps and that's enjoyable for me. I'll fight the things that are in the way while I do it. Um, but this is like it's just it's just farming right so like right why would well, this i is the thing with yeah like picking up a bunch of stuff to like if i'm upgrading a piece of armor so i yeah. can fight a bunch of lionels I, I mean technically i'm paying more attention to zelda than i am the show but the show is just there to kind of like a rerun of something that i've watched just as i right do like a a, a repeatable thing that it's not yeah. really i'm curious that how that Starfield? plays out for you how do you, Absolutely how do, you do that not. though because uh, i my, do that oh you do it on your screens i see because I can, I can, my switch is plugged into my screen. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. So I played some Zelda. We talked about that briefly. I didn't get into details. It's not important. Um, did not make that much <laughs> progress over the last couple of weeks because I've been playing Starfield. I'm like, Jacob, I can only do one of these things. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we stayed up on Saturday uh, to watch the uh, Japanese F1 race. And I let my kids stay up to watch it with us, with me rather. And, um, the they promptly fell asleep by the way so that never really happened but the <laughs> but what we did do before the race is we played unpacking um we actually played it on playstation um and uh i was like i was thinking this is not a very good game to play without a mouse but actually it worked great um and it was neat because the kids kind of built their own game around it where they were like oh like i'm gonna do the room and then like the other uh kid's gonna do the room and then we'll compare we'll take a screenshot and then we'll compare screenshots and see whose room like looks better or whatever yeah um it's kind of a neat neat game it's like a just a i, I like it know. it's just like a zenly kind of zenly i like it was zenly zenly yeah yeah, yeah. zenly that's 100 percent work zenly kind of game. um yeah i liked it i i definitely abused it for its achievements and getting points but um it just uh, it was just an easy like again i wish that was how real life worked for putting uh, things away yeah also like, everything like the just, boxes just very... disappearing was nice too oh my gosh yeah. well just like pulling one thing you know like everything just arranged itself in a specific grid yeah it locked uh, in. Yeah, yeah and the box just goes boop, it's gone mm -hmm. i mean so much for that so uh, great it was great yeah. but yeah no it's it's yeah pretty simple pretty simple game and like it's funny how you can follow this person's life uh from leaving the house Moving oh, we in with someone. Oh, we didn't go that far. Up. Oh, that's oh, oh my goodness. Well, because you ruined it. Well, like you, you, <laughs> you have to read into it, right? It's kind of a thing where there's a story. Like you have to kind of pay attention to where they're moving into. And I did get stuck at one point. It's where I got stuck at one point in the game where I just couldn't figure out like where to put a specific picture. Like it wouldn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, oh, it's like the drawer because that person was dead to them. Is it yeah, that? Is that the exactly answer? literally oh, it? It was because so I kept trying to put it up on the fridge or put it up on a pin board, and it was like it does not belong there. 
and then eventually figured out oh, you got to put it in a drawer. Why don't you tell me else. where it belongs? Then, <laughs> yeah, well, this was, it, that was the weirdest thing about it. It was like you you run into these situations in that game where it flashes red, and you're like, well, that seems like a legitimate place to put it. Um, but you know, like especially like blankets and and pillows and stuff. But you're always kind of messing around trying to figure out exactly where they wanted to go. But um, it's uh, yeah, no, it's a good game. It's cool. That's cool. Um, let's talk about some Starfield. All right, let's talk about Starfield. Uh, what do you Put think? Many more hours than we did. Yeah, good. First Bad. We talked about it. One thumb up, two thumbs up. It's. A, um, I don't have a final decision on it. I think. Um, so I'm going to run through the highlights of what I've done. Um. I've built an outpost, so now I have like uh, an outpost located in uh, on another planet that's mine. Um, I did this mainly so I could hide some contraband. Oh, um, contraband! Get that's exciting. Yeah. I don't think I've had contraband, but I don't currently have contraband. Yeah, I forgot that this was a thing, and so I I, I built an outpost so I could dump it there. Um, mm. I haven't done much with it though, so I can't really say. Um, I declined to extend the warranty on my ship. Um, I'm engaged now. Uh, that that was that went faster than I expected. Uh, I've, I I flirted with that person that that you're engaged with, and and she's like, I don't know that that's appropriate right now. And I'm like, I I what? never flirted. I never flirted once. Mm, maybe that's the trick. But we went through a journey, and mm. uh, at the end of it, we found out that we fell in love. And then quickly, she was like, Why don't we take this to the next level? Let's talk about commitment. And I was like, Whoa. I get okay. All right, we're committed. I just went really fast. Uh, well, I have a tip for you in the future, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. No, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I've I've got some powers. Um, I've helped a child catch a thief. Mm. Uh, I stopped a bank robbery. I delivered some very sketchy art. Uh, that how did, whole thing. How was, did you stop the bank robbery? I persuaded them to mm-hmm. just give up. I every chance to persuade. This Correct. Is, this is my way. Now, that's definitely where I save scum. hundred uh, percent. The persuasion. hundred percent. And that one was the, the the toughest persuasion that I've had yet. I had to say. I, I don't I know how many reloads I had to do. I actually only had to do it once, and I did not start with persuasion like you did. I had to. I manually selected into it, so I am better than la di. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was uh, that was surprisingly difficult and it's interesting because the persuasion mechanic you you get a as you improve, improve your skill, it's a it's a higher percentage of success rate. But your your choices when you're persuading is like a plus 1 to a plus 5 in different, you know, yeah. a range between that and the furthest pluses so if it's plus five, it's the yeah, most difficult riskier. challenge. Yeah. But like you're trying to um, you're trying to reach a number uh, a number uh, to persuade the person, and it's three, five, it's like six, a dice. It's basically it your rolling dice. Is what's happening? Yeah, and you have to get up to that number. So you have to get successful um, dialogue that increases that number. So you'll get dialogue that's either a plus one. It's supposed to be like pretty good, and you're you'll get through it, or plus five, which will jump you up, but your chances are slimmer. Um, so you got to go. Yeah, you got to go through that. And you only have like, depending on the person, you only have two or three chances before it fails. 
Yeah, I I have to say I originally went with always going with the green option, and it I just failed almost always. Now yeah. I now I just go hard for the big numbers, and it works every time. I don't know what kind maybe of, I'm just lucky, but I also my persuasion's I, a lot better than it was when I started. So, right, I mix I mix it up. I don't know, like oh, I, I mix it up like too. Read, I just find the equation. Like I'm like okay, I need a two I'm and always, a four. Or I'm somewhat clear, like whether or not the the what you say matters. It doesn't matter. Like, because because there are like directions you can take in the way that you you can be more forceful, you can be more like logical in your answers. And yeah. I'm always trying to play that based on who the character is and how they've reacted. But I don't know how much that plays into it. It's remarkable um, though. Sometimes I'll say something that I think's a little bit out of character because I'm trying to be forceful or whatever. And then they're and then they and I'm like, oh god, this is gonna piss them off and they're gonna kill me. But then they're like. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never seen it from that angle or whatever. And I'm like, what? Yeah, because it's a roll of the dice, right? So yeah. I guess that does. Yeah. So maybe it doesn't matter. But, mm-hmm. um, and that's what the bank robbery is a good example of that because when they kind of like, it's a pretty tense situation. And then, yeah, I think to talk to them out of this, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, like we didn't want this to go that way either, and whatever. Like it just kind of like deescalates really quickly. Yeah, I think I had to be you know, in order to get that one. I had to be like forceful. I had to be like, look, these guys are itching to come in here yeah, with their exactly. guns. The exactly. sheriff has he's got yeah. their guns up. They're like, do you really want this mess on your hands? And yeah. he's like, oh, well, I guess you were probably right. Yeah. Um, and I, originally I kept failing and I was trying to be a little bit more nicer about the situation. Um, yeah, so I did that. I delivered some sketchy art. I was asked to deliver some art that turned out to be less than legit, uh, which I feel weird about. Um, help the whole group of families push back spacers and their system so they can settle it. Uh, someone played a prank on me um, or tried to. Turns out, got egg on their face. Wow. Um, yep. That felt good. Um, helped a mining outfit navigate bureaucratic red tape and got them some new equipment. So mm-hmm. It meant that I had to become a secretary uh, okay. for a higher up uh, person just so I could approve some things on his behalf nice yeah uh and fix the power grid uh, so many different things you've been up to now lot. with all of that stuff said that those are high level stuff that's happened i've been i've done lots of other things it's good nothing 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 really is an incredible experience yet like nothing i haven't found a story that i was like that was a really really fun experience and that was really cool and unique like i'm not saying that any of these events that i've had are bad they feel pretty standard uh for bethesda for my experience with this bethesda and they're and they're good and the dialogue and, and you know and the characters are good um i haven't really found like some really good ones yet and i i mean I, I feel like i've only scratched the surface i haven't even been to more than like i think two major cities maybe i'll call it three major cities there's still a fourth one that i know i haven't been to um i'll call it it's neon i haven't been to neon yet so i've heard you know um so i've only really for, scratched the surface of treat, like let me tell you yeah well and i mean considering the size of the world there's so much more out there so you know so that's where from a story perspective and side quest i'm i'm not like i'm not ready to throw down to say like wow what an incredible experience i am having a good time with it um you know and i'm enjoying my time you know bumping into people and, and getting that stuff um 
the NPC characters, um, I've only traveled with a couple of them. Um, the one thing that I, I will say, I mean, the NPCs, I think that whole thing is a bit quirky. I know we complained last time about fighting with them. They always get in the way. They're not great when you're fighting with them. The other I thing have that I have an issue when it's not the robot. I still have it. Um, I still have it. I, maybe less so if I'm not like doing too much. Um, right, let me ask you this cover. about your fighting style. Are you doing like a lot of cover shooting or are you doing a lot of like run in and do deal with things? A bit of a mix. A bit of a mix. I'm doing probably less cover shooting and trying to do distance. See, well, this is what I'm, I, I'm doing a lot of more distance. I generally, like I've got a bunch of sniping kind of tools. And so I do tend to do the sniping initially yeah. and then go in to finish things off. But the, I would suggest that they're more aggressive than I am. And so they're getting in there. And so I, great. You're not near me. Perfect. That's fair. Yeah. I, I will say the recent fights, I haven't had an issue, but the initially, thing that initially I, find- I did. Yeah. Yeah, the other but the thing that I have with them is their their conversations. So they they help, they'll have conversations. When it's just you and the companion, they're fine. Like they'll they'll come I really do think that them commenting on what is happening around you and it's nothing unique to this style of game, but like it's pretty good about like the areas that you walked into and them commenting generally about like That's cool. Oh you know, yeah, this part of the town you know, talking about it or talking about yeah, the different think, factions think about and their how many feelings dial, about it. Because you can it's always good. have different people with you and they're always saying different stuff. It's pretty neat. Yeah, because they have different opinions and all that stuff. And so it's good. Yeah. Um, but when they're on the ship, they'll have conversations between each other. And I find that it's always awkward times when I'm taking off. And so things are cut off because of getting into space. I have now, like, sometimes I have three or four people on the ship and they're having conversations between two different sets of companions over top of each other. Mm-hmm. So I can't even, and like, so subtitles don't help me because it keeps flashing back and forth between two different conversations. I can't understand what is happening because some of the conversations are interesting. They do repeat, I will say, especially when you have the same companions on all the time. But um, I find that sometimes the conversations are not well managed. And so you end up with just like a bunch of gobbledygook going on. So I don't, I don't know where I'm, I'm in, I don't know if it's complaint. It's just, you know, I love hearing the conversations that are happening and when it's go, doing something where I can't actually hear them or it's kind of annoying because I want to hear them. Yeah, fair. But um, other, otherwise, otherwise, generally speaking, I am still I am enjoying the game and I'm still looking forward to kind of uh, keep going um, with it. Um, yeah, what about what about you? Um, thanks for the question, Jacob. Uh, so (laughs) I find that when I'm playing it, I don't want to stop playing. So that's a good thing. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, um, I don't think my expectations are super high. I think they're, the game's sort of checking the boxes I want. I, I think the game has a lot to offer and I can't possibly consume most of it. I would even say, I just, either out of lack of interest or just like I'll take the shipbuilder for example I I don't really care I just don't like okay I can build some new compartments I'll do it if I have to out of functionality or put some more weapons on my ship or buy a new ship but I don't need to design some mech ship or whatever like it's just not a, a facet of the game sure. that I yeah. care greatly about is it, am I glad it's there 
sure for people that maybe are wanting to do that. And don't get me wrong, I love spaceships, so it's not like a lack of like or lack of in, or there's no lack of interest in spaceships. But like the I don't know, it's just it's just whatever to me. Um, I have progressed the story further than you, I believe. Um, yes, the uh, it it's a. I find the I still find the fighting to be a little janky. Um I think I'm I've gotten a better handle on it now. I definitely take more time trying to get my shots off. I do find ammo to be a problem for the most part. There's a bunch of guns I like literally haven't been able to I've got a gun called a tombstone. Have you got that gun? Yep. Um I don't have any bullets for it. I haven't seen bullets for it for like probably 10 hours. Do you ever buy bullets? I never buy bullets. Um, why would I buy bullets? There's bullets everywhere, but yes, I guess I could go buy bullets, but, but, but literally for this gun there. Well, I, so I have to do that. I have to do that for one of my guns. Um, I have a desert Eagle or something, um, cause my specialty is in pistols and, um, for whatever reason, that style, nobody's ever using that style. Uh, when I go out, right. my other guns do, but not that one for whatever reason. So I always, Whenever I'm in one of the cities, I'll just buy a bunch. I think the um, I think the ship combat is a little. Um, I don't know. It's like it's probably a lot better when you get a better ship. Is is what my guess is going to be. And I think we may have touched on this last time we chatted, uh, or we've certainly talked about it offline. But I we did talk about it a bit in the last one. I'm also curious because I, I had this. So the settled system pushing back the spacers. Um, I had to I had to do about four different space battles on that mission. And I was definitely kind of felt I was probably in a little bit higher level area than I should have been. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know me just going out to places I shouldn't be. Um, and I. Each battle, I probably had to fight three or four times before I was successful because okay. I was struggling to yeah. get through them. That's fair. I've had a couple of those um, too. And. But then at that point in time, I hadn't discovered the crew assignment. So I hadn't actually assigned anybody to my ship. Right. Um, I didn't hadn't fully understood that because what's really funny is that. I mean, again, I hadn't progressed the main story very far at that point. And so once I finally did, I kind of got to the crew assignment, what felt like the crew assignment tutorial of the main story, which was like, yeah, why don't you assign these crew members? And I was like, Oh, I should have done this then because they give you perks of like better particle weapons or better shields. And I was curious to know whether that would have made those fights just that much easier. I know I'm not in a great ship to begin with. No. And I know I've now upgraded weapons and and stuff. So maneuverability isn't changed, but I have better weapons. But I wonder how because um, I'm like, I kind of just want to save my money to buy something else, but a better better ship. Yeah. Yeah, I did try uh, like modifying my ship a bunch, like just to see what it would like, because you can just play with it and see what it would be. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure it was the best path. Um, I do think that that reaffirms that, um, what based on what you're saying, that you should, if you're playing this game, you should probably do the first like four or five story missions before it's going off and doing all the like. Don't get me wrong, like if you see something interesting, go do it. But like. I do think that there's some tutorialization that happens through those first number of missions. Yeah, I think I think the first few like definitely establish like your core constellation companions. 
Yeah. Right. Which I didn't do. I got I got basically the first one. And then I just and this is why I'm, yeah, I'm so engaged like, to her because she's been with me for sure. all of these side missions and I did hers. And yeah. then so they kind of unlock those. And as part of those kind of um, introduce you to a few different cities and a few different mechanics. Right. So, yeah, yes, so I you're, think you're probably right. Um, OK, so we talked about space combat um i do i i do think that the uh yeah at times the npcs are are funny i do find that they they get extremely repetitive i had two with me on a mission and they just kept saying the same loop over and over and over i must have heard it like 40 times um also didn't help that i died and they continued had to like kind of (laughs) um and that was like that was just weird it was just like how did this get through like qa like nobody wants to hear the same conversation 40 times like that's strange um you could, yeah you could argue yeah. it should have been 20 times which is fine but still 18 times more too many um and don't get me wrong actually the first time i heard it i'm like what did they say i'm like oh damn it i missed what they said and then they said it again i'm like oh good they said it again yeah, yeah, yeah i know what they said and then i heard it again and then again yeah this like, is this yeah. is this is what they do on the ship like yeah, I had I mean, sam and sarah and they say yeah. the same you know there's like they rotate through the three things and it's yeah after it's, a while you're like yeah i'm good yeah you can just shush maybe yeah, a, a, squelch, a squelch button or something might be all right the um <laughs> and then and like no like listen it, it all brings like depth to the world so i think like some of it's good and it's heading in the right direction it's just the the way that they did it and then the other thing and it just shouldn't bother me and it doesn't really and i kind of like it in some instances where like there was somebody that was at their computer and i went up and talked to them and like their characters still literally like they're talking to me, but they're working on the computer still. And then they kind of turn their head up to look at me. But the shot that I have is like kind of of their back. And I'm like, yeah, it's felt weird and very like non video gamey, but at the same time, probably a little more like realistic. So I'm like, okay, that's okay. But then fast forward to like how many times and maybe this hasn't happened to you a ton yet, but how many times I've either like it's flipped to a scene of like my like companion or whatever. And they're not even in the shot. Or they're like, it's their, like, just their shoulder or something. Or, yeah, you know, there's no, just these, that. weird, and that's don't get a, me wrong. I know that's just an open world sort of hard to do thing, probably. But, well, I, I find that the NPCs fall behind. Oh, sh- oh that's, sure. But that's, that's, that's not what's happening here. They're, they're with me. They're just, it's just the way the, oh, because what out. I've had is that they're, they're, they've, they were behind me. Yeah. So when I started the conversation, they're wherever they are and the shot I get of them is not it's, even them. It's like way down. It's like a weird or back yeah. or they're in a weird spot in yeah. some other completely room. I had weird things happen where it's I was just in a, some guy's office and they la- were outside like, still. It's just, kind of, I mean, it's, it's a laughing thing at this point. Like it's not actually like a critique of the game. It's just whatever. I don't care. I, but I it's, mean, it's just funny. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of like glitches and stuff like that, um, it's pretty minor if I were to compare like my experience with Skyrim, which when I played that, that, you know, that's how old when I finally played it. And the, you know, you've got people riding dragons accidentally and all sorts of silly things. Right. So you always run into weird, weird glitches like that. But um, yeah, I feel like the NPCs in general, there's a bit of quirkiness in the way that they're dealt with. Yeah. It's, uh, it's or companions, whatever. I should say companions. Um, and, and quest wise, I've, I've done, uh, some of the main story i've done a bunch of side missions as well um i'm kind of pursuing the one about um some creatures currently but 
Um, oh, that one is this one is good. I will say I am doing that one as well, and I'm I do like it. It's got a little bit of intrigue and some pretty. Yeah, I mean, even at the beginning of it, it's kind of kind of fun. Uh, I think the way that the story is sort of set up, and I, who knows where it's going to go exactly. Well, you do probably, but the mm-hmm. um, I I and it's funny because I call them side missions, and they're not really side missions. They're just kind of like. They're just not the main story there, but they're such a huge part of the world, right? So like when I think about side quests, they're more about like fetch quests. But like as an example, I went to Neon and uh, and I I I, start, I started doing some things I'm not proud of. And I and there was this but the, the sort of I'll call it the quest line. The quest line was I don't know, like 40 steps or something like there was like this huge amount of depth to it and likely could have gone a couple of different directions based on my choices as well. And I'm like, well, that was pretty fun. It was cool. It was cool to do it. Um, it wasn't particularly like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. Like it was nothing, none of that. To your point, I think it's more about just and again, I, I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast. I haven't really played a Bethesda game um like these like I, I didn't play the fallout three or four i didn't play um i i mean i've touched skyrim i've played probably 20 hours of it but like i didn't really get into skyrim i just kind of messed around and then ended up modding myself into like crazy armor i'm like this is cool done with this game um <laughs> the so this is i don't know it's just kind of new to me i i think it it doesn't have a lot of hand pushing you in a direction. You can kind of go a lot of different ways. So it's kind of up to you as to how much content you want to consume, I think. And you don't have to do everything. Like you don't have to do the shipbuilding or other stuff. I don't know that there's enough. There, I know we talked about this last time. There is a help section. It's all text that you can certainly go through. I haven't really done that. But there isn't a lot of hand holding for anything. Like you want to build a ship? Great. Go build a ship, figure it out. Like, yeah, you know, like there's no like, oh, hey, this companion's like, hey, by the way, you probably want to have a bunch of big guns up front because they're going to drain your battery. And um, and if you do that, then the battery recharges faster, like or whatever. I don't know what the details are, but like there's nothing. It's just trial and error, which oh, to be fair is yeah. like a very old school like method of building video games. And it's fine because I'm, I'm capable of dealing with it. But like. I think for some it's a little trying and for somebody who values their time more today than ever, I, I don't really have a lot of tolerance any longer for these types of systems. So like, I only have so much time to, to do this. So like, if you're not going to like help me out with it, I might just skip it and not do it at all. And now I've consumed none of that content and I haven't gotten any value of it. So if you, uh, I don't, think i'm alone in my perspective i'm probably there's a bunch of people that are like nope i want to consume all of it and i'll figure it out and i'll spend the time on it that's enjoyable to me great all the power to you i'd like it's super great but just i would yeah like, I'm, I like a little help yeah i mean uh, i i built an outpost and that i figured out on my own and i struggled and i had to look something up because it wouldn't work I couldn't for the life of me. I put one thing down. I put an airlock down and then I just wanted to create a room attached to it. And it was like, it's intersecting with something. I'm like, of course it is. I'm trying to attach. It was snapping to the airlock. And then I read on Reddit or somewhere. They were like, oh yeah, just raise everything up 
a little bit for whatever reason it's clipping with the ground or something i think it's and right. as soon as i raised it up just a little bit boom everything worked i was yeah. like but like unclear right so unclear and- i mean this is the thing with all these extra little systems in this game like and, and i think i said this way long ago mm-hmm. when i when they revealed this i was like wow like they've added a lot of different systems to the game all these things but it's like tremendous yeah it's a lot you know and how well it would will it will it come across now I don't really care about outposts. I don't really care about shipbuilding. Right. I haven't tried the shipbuilding. I don't because again, primarily I'm playing this game for all of what I would call side quests because they're side to the main quest. Um, you know, you'd uh, call so them all side, side quests. quests. I would not call them side yes, quests. I would yeah, call I don't them know what you long quests. <laughs> but but <laughs> side is not a Whatever. Never mind. Nope. Semantics. Semantics. You're not. <laughs> you're not pulling me into this. Not fishing um, out of the water with that. No. <laughs> um, but like, I'm playing it for all of that. Like, Skyrim had a house building, um, thing as well in it. And like, yeah, I did it, and I did a little bit of, you know, it was kind of fun to, you know, decorate. I did it actually. I own an apartment in Starfield now, and I even went and kind of spent some time decorating that because I'm like, yeah, that's cool, right? Um, but it's not like I'm not here to build, uh, an insane outpost. Now the outpost, I will say has some interest cause I'm curious to see how like the mining operation and that like, can produce what that you, right? actually yeah. looks like. And yeah. I'm not very clear on that yet. So we'll see. I'll probably play around with that a bit mm-hmm. building a starship. I'd rather probably would just buy one. Like you said, cause I don't. I don't know. Again, I haven't played around with it. I haven't even tried. I haven't bothered. It's not on my top list. All these little systems, it's like, it's neat that it has it. But to me, the distraction for me is going to be constantly exploring the world and finding someone and them telling me like about a thing that's happening. And I'm just going to be distracted by that. And that's primarily this game. So these systems, like I, I agree, like the the explanation of how to do it, because even the outpost building, I know they told me about it at some point in the game. But by the time I got to a point where I felt like I wanted to do it, I like it took me a while to figure out, like, what well, do I even they, have to do here? I feel like when they told me about it, I was on like some like insane planet. And I went to I actually went to go build one because I'm like, OK. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, not on this planet. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, OK. <laughs> Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and that's the thing. Like, you're like, oh, well, I want to build an outpost on a planet that's like somewhat interesting. Like, I'm not going to do it on a moon where there's right. just nothing. Sure. Um, so and that's that was my first initial struggle with finding a place where I could hide this contraband. But I was like, oh, I want like there to be some fauna and, you know, things there. Yeah. I don't want it to just be a barren rock. I have a bounty on me. Oh, you I don't, do. I don't even know how I got the bounty. Oh, man. It must like. I know there's been some things I've done, but like, I don't think anybody knew about this. So like, I don't understand why I have it. Cause what happened is I, I went to a a planet that had like a scanner, a scanner or something. And they're like, we're scanning your ship for contraband. I'm like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. And then they're like, uh, they're like, actually you're a wanted criminal and you need to surrender immediately or whatever. And I'm like, what, like what, (laughs) wait, what? What happened? I should have just let them take me in, but I didn't. I they they destroyed me because I, I tried fighting back, and there's like seven of them or something, and they just took me out. So that's funny. Yeah, but it was very confusing um, again because, and it probably popped up at some point and told me it, it happened, but I just 
Didn't see well, it. there's. I mean, I it was, I mean, in Skyrim, there was always the thing where you could accident, you could steal, right? And you could I've accidentally steal. I've stolen nothing. I've accidentally stolen because you, mm-hmm. you, especially early in the game, like not in a level that people will met care. Because if you're in like someone's apartment, it's all their stuff, right? Yeah, if it's but got a unless they're actually it, watching it's you. Stolen. Skyrim used to have this thing where people would put buckets over NPCs' heads so they couldn't see them, couldn't see you right. stealing their right. stuff, and this is what they would—that's how they would get away with it. But you could easily get in trouble in the town because you would do something accidentally. You would accidentally attack someone, or you could do that. So presumably that's here too. And I don't know. Maybe that's what accidentally happened. Is you didn't notice it, and it wasn't very clear, but maybe. they marked it down as a bounty. Yeah, I don't know, but I haven't had that happen yet. Um, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, the con. Yeah, I mean, I picked up contraband. I think the first time was because I found flyers for that religion that's like banned or not banned, but the serpent one. Yeah, and it was, and I didn't realize it was contraband. It kind of triggered it, and there's like a little symbol on it. I didn't really clue into what it was. They do tell you, but it's hard. It is also hard in a game like this to remember everything, even if they gave me a tutorial on the outpost. Yeah. or whatever or the shipbuilding by the time i'm ready to do it i've probably forgotten all of it i think so there's really... no like mechanic to relearn it sure i think it'll be really interesting to talk about this game again in a couple months um when we're done or much further into it or whatever whatever version that we get to um mm-hmm. i expect that and i've told jake this from the start like i'm pretty sure i'll finish this game way well before he does um mostly because I think you're interested in so much more of the, just the world. And I just think there's other video games to play, but, uh, and I, and I, so I don't want to be hard on it cause I think it is a really neat game, but I, I to your point earlier. I just, I haven't had like a, there was a moment actually earlier, early in the game where I think there were some things I just didn't know about the game. And when they happened, I was like, Oh, like what is happening? Like, this is crazy because I had no idea, but Jake pointed out it's a sci-fi game. There's going to be shenanigans. And I'm like, yeah, okay. But, uh, but aside from that, like there's like, it's just very like, you know, like follow the story um, for each thing. There's not a lot of like not following the story. Like everything's just follow the things that are in your list. Which I've, yeah. I, it's not a complaint, and it's not. To, I'm not saying it's good or bad. And other games obviously have quest lists and things like that. I think what's unique, and I'm not comparing it to Elden Ring, but what's unique about like Zelda and Elden Ring for a big open world game is they have far less of that. Like Elden Ring has no quest log at all, um, and well, Zelda has a very has one, and I would say Tears of the Kingdom does has a pretty like relatively robust one. But it's still extremely, like, just for certain things. And there's so much more in the world to explore than what's on that list. And I don't know that this game has more to explore than what's on that list. I just don't know. I don't know the answer. Okay. I mean, your comparison to Elder Ring is like... I struggle with it so much because you haven't played it. And I feel like... I, no, but if you're gonna I mean, play it at some point. You'll be like, "What is Adam talking about?" Like, this game well, is no, but trash, it's a very, it's a very different, it's a very different game. And like, and Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom have side quests and and 
mission trackers. You pick up so many of them. There's 140 side quests or whatever, right? Uh, and they're all sure, but I just said there's more to the game than that. I mean, there's okay, yeah. And and on but, top of that, there's like it's there's like levels of um, quest markers that like just take me to where I want to go. I mean, heck, I can just fast travel to pretty much everywhere I need to be in this game. Like, there's no yeah. sense of like travel or anything. And don't get me wrong, I don't want the travel space. If anything, this game's taught me that space is very boring. There's very little going on. It's a big empty world or universe. But right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to articulate here. I think it's really, really to say it feels but like a little bit like, and I've, I haven't even finished one. But of them. you shouldn't. You should be comparing this like cyberpunk. I mean, let's like this is a this yeah. is this is a style it's, of cyberpunk. It's ex- it's it's exactly cyberpunk. That's exactly what this game is. And I'm enjoying it the same amount. Okay. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing at all. Yeah. It probably, See, my, the, the tone of my between... voice probably makes it sound like it is, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. It's just, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know what I, I, I guess I just thought that the game would be, I don't know what I thought. I thought it would just be something, something different. And it's just that with a couple <laughs> more systems, probably. I mean, I think again, like for me, it'll come down to um, the characters and experiences that happen throughout. And I'm hoping that of the random things that have happened to me, I've helped a few people out. Um, I, I mean, mind you, I have a package delivery to do because I found a broken ship. You know, these little things that happen, and it's whether it, it comes down to like the payoff for for some of these um, these things that happen to you and how that kind of um for sure absolutely uh, progresses things because um yeah i'm 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 enjoying that and i do like the stories that i've done and the side quests that i've done um and this i mean but um yeah i mean it's not doing anything revolutionary uh to me but i i'm more compelled to because i do like this whole space thing uh it's yeah so so what you have is you have a space skyrim that again there's no hate on this game by any means but like you have a space skyrim with more systems it's kind of what the game like the game is not like some different kind of game it is a bethesda game from everything that i can tell yeah 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 Yeah, the the big difference is that they've had you know um the exploration isn't one area it's it's a it's a it's planets right and um so it seems more vast but like like you said i i think um it's the it's the thing that the fast travel worries me in in games like this because i don't want to i don't want to use it as a crutch where i miss things because i fast travel and you know i kept bouncing around different like headlines where people are like don't fast travel oh fast travel is needed and, and like you said i don't know really how you don't fast travel but i think no, what i've insanity. come to determine is that you can fast travel like if you're on one planet you can pretty much fast travel and land on a different planet you can skip everything in between yeah and i think that's where someone was arguing that like you probably don't want to do that because jumping between systems is always an opportunity to find new things, even sure. if it's a system you've been to. So like sure. jumping outside of the planet is an opportunity. And sure. I think that's what they mean by not 
I, so, I think I do a bit, that of, a bit of mixed specifically bag of both of those things, but yeah. So I avoid I avoid um, leaning on the fast travel too much, uh, depending on what I'm doing, because I'm happy to walk around. Um, because you also do, I mean, especially in the cities, you also find um, people talking about rumors that you pick up as activities and things, and that's you know that's how I fixed a power grid. That's how you know um, found out a bartender needed help, whatever, right? Like that stuff just happens while you're walking around. Yeah, I think that's, um, but that like, just to, uh, and again, I just want to be really clear here. It's not, not being, I guess it's being a little bit critical because that's maybe what we do. But like the, I think about like Red Dead 2, another game you haven't played, uh, where I think they do a much better job of that, um, of those organic situations because they truly are much more random um, as to where they show up and what, what occurs um and how it affects you um all of these uh so-called like what you're calling like random encounters i don't think they are i think they're just they're just in those spots and you hear them if you if you hang out there no so so the random encounters okay so the rumors in the cities no those are rumors in the cities to tell you that there are side quests in the cities that's not random encounters but the the random encounters because it happened in skyrim it happens in bethesda um those will be random events that will happen in space like okay the guy showing up to to offer me an extended warranty on my ship okay that's a random encounter uh, that is not specific to that location it okay, just that's happened cool. and that's yeah. and 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 they will happen on the planets as well and i don't know if you've noticed this but like random ships land on the planet and i've gone to be like why what's that and so i ran off to find out you know what that ship was doing and it turned out that they had a broken down ship and they needed some help so i went and helped them Right. And those are random encounters. Those are not specific to the planet. So there are. It's just um, you're not going to I don't you're not going to find them in the cities is my sense. Like if you just go to Aquila City or whatever. So you're, you're not going to find an important constellation mission to like better humanity and you're off helping randos with their ships. Oh, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Got it. I mean, Sarah seemed to be. <laughs> I think that was I was being pretty generous. Ah, um, I see. I see. Trying to impress her. I see. But. But I think that's the difference between it. It's like you wouldn't I don't know that you even in like if I think about Skyrim and the random encounters, a lot of it is is exploring. But it's the it's the journey between major cities and things like that. And it's not really in the city. In the city, you're going to find about side quests and people who have problems. And those are very specific to those locations. And that still exists in Starfield. But the random encounters to me are happening in space and in between the cities when you're exploring the planet. And that's where you're going to find those random encounters um, and things are going to happen differently for other people. And so that's those are tend to be the fun things to kind of find and experience outside of just the standard main quest or even side quests to that matter. But um, it's not the be end all and like side quests are are good as well. But um, anyways, it's it's a combination of all that stuff. So um that's definitely like what you're explaining and describing in Red Dead, I guarantee is happening in this game. It's just how much and how much are you when how much are you gonna experience and like how long is it gonna take and where is that gonna happen? And um and that's where my worry about the fast travel is like how if you're just spending your time in major cities and just going point to point A to point B, maybe you don't see a lot of that stuff. I don't know. But it's kind of the nature of that style of game because they've put it in space. So it's hard to not fast travel between major planets yeah it's really hard jacob because 
I just, it's just, otherwise it's just empty space and you're trying yeah, At one point I thought, oh, I can like, just like drive my ship to a next planet. No, 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 no. When I saw the kilometer marker, yeah. how fast it was going down, yeah. I was like, I'll be here for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where, and that's what I thought I heard you say before, but I think anyways, whatever. We, I think, I think we, I've just, we've done this topic to death, I think. Yeah. Uh, so fast travel, eh. Uh, <laughs> Starfield. It's certainly entertaining both of us still we'll see where it leads us to in the next couple of months mm-hmm. uh let's take a break yeah yep um we'll come back in a minute jacob we are here to talk about the nintendo direct that occurred it seems like Every time we record, there's a new Nintendo Direct. Listen, there's no complaints for me. I will take all the directs. And my new sunny disposition of, you know, when they when they finally drop that new piece of hardware, whenever it might be, you know, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, who knows, Jacob? Who knows when they'll do it? It could be any time. It could be, it's probably very far away from now, though. My expectations are now correctly set and in line. Are you they? Know? Yeah, because it'll probably have like a 1080p screen and maybe, or maybe I'll just have a 60 hertz, uh, like OLED, you know, 800p screen, custom, custom, um, no, wait. Are you doing this for my benefit because I called out the Switch 2 hardware as a thing that people are talking about? Yeah. yeah, And then you said, like, I don't care about that at all. Like, I don't care, but I'm like. You're yeah, the one who exactly always used doing. to bring this up? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. I'm glad you're picking up what I'm putting down. This um, is... I mean, I'm I'm being honest and earnest. I I do feel this way now. It just took me a minute to get here. That's all. And every direct, since I've you know adopted this new methodology of lowered expectations, uh, there used to be a TV show, and I think it was SNL, was it SNL that did that, the lowered expectations, or was it Mad TV? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, in any case, that's how I feel. Just lowered my expectations. And, uh, now every direct is a banger. It's a banger, including this one. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Let's talk about some video games. They talked about, they did not oh. talk about any new hardware. Cause why would they? It's not coming out. Although <laughs> I will say, I will oh say, let me just put it out there. Uh, there is some business, uh, you know, things like, uh, business reviews whatever they're called uh business insider and which is not is that even a real thing uh like bloomberg for instance was saying like no no they're like almost certainly coming out with this next year and it's probably it'll probably be christmas time next year well people are saying that uh developers saw it yeah at, at uh, games game at, at the gamescom in germany gamescom that yeah people, they were actually showing this piece of hardware to develop that's what was the rumor yeah so the rumor so the biggest they're basically suggesting christmas next year would be probably the reasonable time frame for them to to do that um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know who knows who cares that's what i said <laughs> who, who cares who cares listen if they can put out uh I, mario wonder we talked about this already but mario wonder looks bonkers good Yes. I just can't believe that it's going to run at like 60 frames per second though. And like, that's a shame. It's just a shame. Like fluid yeah. gameplay is important to me. I would, I will run at lower fidelity for better gameplay every day of the week. Every day. You might week. listen to the, all these podcasts and go, ah, that's not the Adam that I knew from episode 14. 
You might be right. You might be wrong. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about some video uh, games. So Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yes. This is a game that I played on the DS, I believe, and the 3DS, maybe, uh, with like mm-hmm. Mario Donkey Kong minis. I, it's, it's like a puzzle game. This is a puzzle game. It's going to be wonderful, and I can't wait to buy it. It's a for sure buy for me. Um, I can't explain it super well because they didn't show us a ton of it, but it's essentially like a 2D um, solve solve the what's happening on the screen, I, I believe. Yeah, it's like solve the room, get the key, yeah. unlock the door, um, kind of traverse like a kind of a, a specific... It's not a side-scroller or anything. It's just within that yeah. kind of box of a level. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, um, yeah, there's many different ones. This is a remaster or like a remake of the um, Game Boy Advance game, which I believe was the first in the series. Sure. I think that's what kicked off the whole series of this. So like this is be- being... A big like 3ds game um there's like uh there's a few, a few different ones yeah. uh that'd be made in this i yeah definitely it looks like a a, a really fun yeah, i think it's supposed to be really good great. too if, if, like if you want to imagine a similar type of fun i think it's probably um what was the puzzle game we played on the switch with uh toad toad's yeah, treasure, toad's, treasure uh, hunter treasure, or tracker or whatever hunter, it's called tracker yeah i think it's probably got that same kind of vibe um prince of persia yeah we've talked about this before we have talked about it it looks great but like i don't know if i need this i'll end up with it i'm sure you will but also like prince of persia you you and i have not played celeste what we have no right to play prince of persia you have played celeste i've played with someone but not a lot i need to finish it still but like oh i thought you finished it. and celeste is a very different game from prince of persia don't get me wrong no i haven't finished it but the um i think I just I just have so many other games that are 2D side scrolling games and like like Silk Song comes out. Sorry, Prince of Persia gets parked right right away. Straight away. <laughs> Although I was I was suggesting that I Silk mean, Song. Everything might not gets come parked. Out. There's nothing that beats Silk Song for you. Uh, okay, well, let's, let's come back to that. Let's see what, what could beat Silk Song. Uh Tunic 2 could be beat Silk Song. No, no, no it could not. For I mean, you? You might be right. I did really like Hollow Knight. You're, you're, no, no, no. We're taking a pause on this. You were suggesting a game that you've tried to predict the release of. Oh, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean anything, Jacob. You, a day does not go by without the name Silk Song coming out of your mouth. (laughs) And you're suggesting there, there are games out there that you'd be like, you know what? Oh, Silk Song came out today and I have access to it. You know what? It's fine. I'll, I'll wait. I've got other games. Starfield will get parked immediately, 100% of it. I, everything will get parked immediately. I don't know that I would park some games, though. I don't know. I, well, that, I, we probably don't even have to even really have this conversation. I can't wait to hear the game right. that would... Let's see. Let's, re- let's push Silk Song this. aside, and you would not play it. Day and one. when Silk Song comes out in three years, we'll come back <laughs> to this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. No, I, Prince of Persia, I like the idea. I haven't played a side-scrolling Prince of Persia for eons uh you know i i do like some of the 3d ones that they had come out with um, i talk about uh sands of time such a great game and i really do hope that that gets a proper uh i mean you could play the original i think the original probably still holds up today um i know you're not going to play it um but 
Well, I played it the original really Prince of Persia on PC. Like that, that game was, I love that game. We've talked about sure. this. I loved it so but much. Prince of Persia Sands of Time was like a great, was a, like one of the yeah, best understood. Uh, Prince of Persia 3D uh, games. And Anyways. this one looks outstanding. I just, I'm mm-hmm. like, I just don't know if I need it. It was yeah. just my only comment. Yeah. Um, Super Crazy Rhythm Castle. That's the game I call it. Why did I say that? <laughs> 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 my notes my notes might be flawed so I took... it's super it's called super crazy rhythm castle is it really yes an unforgettable chaotic rhythm adventure is coming to the nintendo switch system time oh. your button presses with the music to solve Perfect. puzzles and battle bosses yeah. and rock out over to 30 thrilling tra- tracks so i nailed it is what you're telling me um super crazy rhythm castle looks like a fun family game or a fun party game so uh i yeah, think it's unlike- the one... unlikely i'll get it but it looks fun is this the one with weird random? Yeah, the rhythm games are kind of like a little bit all over the place. Kind of what how you play the rhythm games. Different things are happening. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. I, the rhythm games are happening over different scenes and stuff like that. Like it's not just like a standard, just like straight. Oh, it's not like uh, a Guitar Hero or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah, it kind of has that vibe of a Guitar Hero with, but it's all different, crazy, different crazy scenes stuff and going people on. are doing yeah. different things during the rhythm game. So yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, we got our first look at the Peach game. Yes. Uh, that game looks really good. Yeah. I, I initially, when they announced it, was like, okay, this is going to be like a Pe- Princess Peach Yoshi game, you know, like the same style of Yoshi, but um so much more going on there than i expected with the uh, really cool um uh theater theme going through different scenes and then getting like a different costume and different yes. abilities yeah and, that's like, so great and like that it's, it's going to be a whole that. bunch of different game types right mm-hmm. yeah which cool. i sometimes worry slightly about i mean i don't need to worry about these things but like oh like can it be good at any of them if it's just doing a whole bunch of different game types? And it's, I, I would say, yeah, I think it can do. I think it. with I think Nintendo and the uh, just pulling off the um, different abilities, I think. I'm curious if they're outsourcing this one at all. I feel like it. I feel like it. It gave me the vibes of Luigi's Mansion um, Three, which is fine because that game feels like a first party game. I just, I'm just curious if Nintendo is actually making this one or not. Yeah, I don't know if we know that. I don't know if we do either. Um, Detective Pikachu. I, I've decided actively not Wee. to care about this game. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. I just. It looks fine. Yeah. I. I just. Uh, I mean, I don't have an. I don't have. I mean, I've no skin. I've in the always. Game here. Yeah, I've got no skin in the game either. Uh, I heard. You know, a lot of people talk about the first one, uh, and it'd be good. And I would like to play the first one and see. Um, so people are pretty people who know the first one are pretty excited that this I is agree. I'm out. glad for those people, but I just probably won't be one of them. Yep. Um, trombone champ. Mm, what do you yeah. think of this? Uh, incredible. Right. Uh, Describe I it. Just, Jacob. It is. It is literally um, a music game where you play the trombone. And you uh, with your with your Wii remote with your, your with your, your remote, remote your Joy-Con yeah the Joy-Con yeah thank you the for Joy-Con the Joy-Con sliding right back yeah. and forth um, and it's like literally trying to slide the trombone back and forth to hit the notes that are being presented to you and it just looks looks hilarious and, and fun fun like and you can is, do multiple people at the same time yes multiple people at the same time all playing like just hilarious songs and online all too, on I think. trombone 
Yeah. I think there was yeah. an online play for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It looks too, um, too good. It is. I hope it's $15. And it's out. Is it? It's out today. Yeah, it was out the, the day that they um, announced oh, it. Oh, nice. Um, oh, interestingly enough, it's on PC as well. Eh? But like, it's oh, 15 right. bucks. Is it really? Oh, US. So it's seventeen forty nine oh, right. Canadian. That's enough to buy for a party game. I think I can. Uh, I can find I, my way into trombone champ. Look it up. It looks. It's it just a fun silly game. It kind of looks like a like a pretty kind of classic Wii game in a way, but just um you know in the style of like the kind of the motion and the the characters kind of look a little bit like me characters, but um yeah, it's uh, it looks very fun. Agreed. Um, War Tales. Mm-hmm. This one, uh, when I saw it, I'm like, this game could be a game that we're able to play together. I don't know that we know enough about it yet, but it looks good. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a real time. No, uh, sorry, turn bat, turn based, turn based, right? Yeah, tactical turn based combat, but it it looks like um, it's up to four players who can play. Um, so yeah, we don't really know a lot about it. And like, what is, is it just like, is this, is it a story? Is it a campaign? Is it just a click on MMO style thing? Like, I'm not really clear on what that looks like, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not super big on the turn-based tactical combat, but like as a group can be fun. We've done that before. Um, so yeah, War Tales looks, um, like it could be. That looks pretty good. Could be something. Yeah. Uh, they came up with a Contra remake. Um, I'm not sure I personally need this, but thoughts? Were you a Contra player? I Not really, no. No. Yeah. No. I, I think mean, that's, I, played it, I mean, but... I, I played a ton of Contra when I was a kid, but I don't need more of it, frankly. I've mm-hmm. also, is it on the, it must be on the NES or the SNES on the Switch, because I think I've played it, re- tried it recently, and I'm like, wow, these Contra games are sure hard. Um, I mean, that's like there's a reason for the classic yeah. classic uh, code for hacking this game because you needed yeah. it to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. why we all know it. Yeah. Um, Luigi's Mansion 2 is next summer. That's that's just I mean, that's fine. Uh, there's enough I mean, you me could play it between then and now. I mean, I could. I own it. You it's could downstairs. play it on your 3DS. Yeah, this is um, Dark Moon, right? Yes. Luigi's Mansion Dark so. Moon. I played a ton of this one. I really like this. This is a good game. It's cool that it's uh, coming out for the Switch. Yeah, really cool. Um, yeah. I kind of hope that they would do a one-two combo, but I'm really mm-hmm. hopeful, and uh, so is one of my children, that they come up with a Luigi's Mansion movie because I think that would be amazing. Hmm. I don't know that there's enough fanfare for Luigi, but, you know. Uh, Maybe after for that everybody movie. for everybody that has uh like a brother like that is a dude that is a brother like i feel like they're there's always a little bit of love for luigi for, <laughs> from one of those brothers um we are going to japan you and i yes yeah, very exciting um it's very exciting my ticket uh and then you oh. said i think you said you're gonna pay for my ticket and i'm gonna pay for everything else and then i was like no, right. that didn't, i don't know that that's gonna <laughs> didn't plan. that's right yeah um yeah. Also, I found a way to get you into a dog crate, so you're much cheaper. Oh. Um, yeah, but okay. Should we tell them why we're making a trip to Japan? We should. Why okay. are we taking? Why are we going there? Um, because Nintendo is opening up a Nintendo museum. Yeah, 
a museum, Jacob, in Japan. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be amazing. They don't like they don't have there's nothing for you to see as a Nintendo fan in Japan currently. Well, there's no like like you go to New York, there's a big flagship store. It is well, the only it's the only store in the world. Well, now we've got Universal Studios, right? And now we have Universal Studios, which does sell some merch as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this will be this. Will, I, I hope it's really cool. I yeah, I, I would be appreciated if it was in like the Lower Mainland. Yeah, or like you know Seattle would also be fine. I mean, Lower yeah. Mainland would be more convenient. <laughs> I don't need to go that often, probably. I um, guess not. A but I, just to go for once. the Nintendo Museum. Yeah. F zero ninety nine. I am so disappointed that I did not play this before. I I intended to try oh, this out. I yeah. hear it's I hear it's fun and a bunch of like insanity, which is kind of what I would expect from it. But it's essentially yeah. like Tetris ninety nine or any of these other ninety nine games where you get a whole bunch of players and you all race together and and see who who wins. People were people were. <laughs> I saw the rumors like flying around before this that people were like, "Oh, F Zero is coming back," and like people were really excited about it. And it's pretty funny that this was the thing. I think. Messier fans were still kind of excited about it, but because everybody's been wanting Nintendo to release like a modern F Zero game for like eons. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so an F Zero 99 racing around uh, with 99 people is that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. It looks it looks like a a a decent amount of fun. Uh, WarioWare Move It, which we we know about. We saw it in the last one. I think it's just a, a little bit more detail. We do. Yeah, looks fun. Yes. Uh, yeah, that or, one looks like a classic Wario where. Yeah, it, I actually have not really played one of those, but it does look pretty good. I could see picking that one up. Uh, War Groove 2, more War Groove looks good. I don't know. I've got so did you play, play the first one? No, I own it, but I and I did play it a little bit, but I think I got distracted and never got back to it. I would say it's people love that and they just came out with it advanced wars um they just came out with it yeah. they didn't have to actually re- i guess they remastered it but it's the same game as the same challenges the original game had and they didn't like do any quality of life improvements on it um i think wargroove is probably a more modernized version of that and my, i think people might not like that comment too much but it's because advanced wars is a really good game but the yeah i'm glad they're glad people are making these types of games yeah, I mean, War, Wargroove is a, we should say, is, is a, is a um, turn-based strategy. Turn-based tactical yeah. game. It's right? a tactics yeah. game. Well, they call them tactics, tactics games, I think. Tactics yeah. game, yeah. Uh, Dave the Diver. Um, oh, my goodness. I've been looking forward to this. Coming to Switch. We, I think we knew this was coming, or, did, yes. or was, this the, was this the announcement that it was coming to Switch? We knew it was coming to Switch. We didn't know when. This okay. was the announcement for a release for Dave the Diver. Um, this game looks great. It's it's a the best way I can casual. describe it is it's like a casual like yeah it's fishing game, RPG. but also you're going to have a sushi restaurant that you're gonna like take your fish and make and sell food and mm-hmm. and there's a whole bunch of shenanigans that happen that keep the story really interesting and it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty like apparently it's just like non-threatening like. Oh, like this thing showed up and you should beat it. But if you don't beat it, okay, also. Like it doesn't matter. Like just keep going with the game. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's that's that's pretty supposed cool. to be really good. I be, I knew about this and I I would really like it on my Switch. So uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll do that or Steam, but we'll we'll see. Uh anyways, it looks good. 
Yep. And Mario Kart 8, more tracks. We've been slacking on playing these tracks. We need to get that. I mean, that. I haven't been slacking, but yes, you have. We've or we been slacking. have as a... We, as a as a couple of uh, mature Mario Kart players. Yeah. We'll, um, go with, we'll go with that. Mature. Okay. I like that I'm getting yeah. pulled into this. I play these with my kids all the time. Um, yeah, I do not do that. Yeah. Um, Disappointed. Well, I mean, I get a little competitive. You know me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, the smack talk just doesn't fly for some reason. Yeah. Um, no, I just, uh, I should try and get them more into Mario Kart. I don't know why. They're, they're going to grow up and never know. And they need yeah, to should... get the people. So. Course correct. Course correct. Yeah. Please. Course correct with new trends. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> and then the big, like, and other news thing at the end was a remake of Paper Mario. Um, the thousand year door the thousand year door which i haven't played and the art and everything about this and my experience with um origami king uh leads me to think that this is going to be phenomenal i love the stupid writing in it and the silly gags and like the art and just the whole world is i had such a great time playing origami king with my kid and i think we'll do the same thing with this yeah, that's, um, I think that's it. Yeah, right? the Sorry, no, no, no. I was just gonna say, yeah, like I'm, I'm also, yeah, that's exciting to have the thousand year door. I have not played it either, um, but it's it's kind of regarded. Um, I was talking to my friend about it. I think it just like because of the era that it came out, and it's got this. It's one of these games that you you. It's hard to play these days. Like it hasn't really come out on anything else other than the GameCube, right? So it's kind of got this like following of you know it's like revered as like this great game and he doesn't think it's like an incredible game not to say that it's bad but right i think it's it's built up a bit more because it's just not a very accessible game to play in the current day and age just because of yeah there's a bunch of games that are kind of falling into that trap and i i fear for the digital world that we're moving into apparently jacob uh somewhere around like 18 percent of all video game sales are physical today really only 18 percent. yeah it's like super low um and hmm. I, they expect that to the well, one thing we didn't talk about tonight was the um the microsoft leaks that came out a week ago where there was oh, yeah, a bunch yeah. of stuff exposed about their future plans and whatnot and it was interesting to read through some of it but the um I think one of the, one of their predictions I think that came out of that I didn't read this myself but it was suggesting that like that will change the the climate of where money gets how money gets distributed for games and an addendum to that was to say um also like game preservation sort of becomes a problem when you don't have physical copies of games mm-hmm. um because you know, you lose online stores, you lose an ability to have something that you can install without the store existing, all sorts of issues yeah. that show up. Um, yeah. So, but kind of expecting like physical video games to dry up in the next decade. Yeah. Um, there were a couple other things, actually. Um, one thing, Eastward is getting a DLC. Oh, called nice. Called Octopia. I don't think this it, was, was actually. That, was that in the direct? Yes. I just skipped by it. I thought I took notes on everything. Look at that. Nope. No, you missed have, a few I things. Have, I must have seen it as inconsequential. 
Yep. Share Not with me another so one. Let's see if I would have listed it. Um, but that that one that one was funny. That was le- that was leaked or rumored like four or five months ago. It was supposed to come out like everybody was like, oh, this is going to be in the next direct, and it wasn't in like one of the indie directs. Um, so it's interesting to see it uh, finally come out. It's coming out winter twenty twenty three. Uh. The Tomb Raider 1 to 3 Remastered Collection. Oh, yeah, sure. I forgot all about you, that. Actually. Would you play that? No, zero no, chance. Neither, neither would I. I mean, I don't. I honestly, all these remakes, like why? Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> after just being excited about a Luigi Mansion remake and, Paper Mario. and yeah. a Paper Mario remake. Exactly. And, uh, who cares about Mario, Tomb Raider? Though? Who cares? I no, I mean, listen, uh, I like the modern Tomb Raider games. And I have played the old ones as well. Uh, I played ones through the Wii era and all that. And I enjoyed them all. Uh, these ones specifically, these these are the PlayStation ones, the original PlayStation ones. And They're while like janky. it's kind of cool to see them yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, I remember playing these. There's no way I'd have the patience today to like I, play. I that did kind love of... that they showed like the original game and then they showed yeah. the remastered. And I'm like, I mean, I guess it looks a little better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how much are you going to do with it? Right. Um, it so basically looks very similar. Yeah. 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 I, I, know, I know. Which is fine. Know. It's. I mean, it's just a very old. There's. There's a one era game, right? Yeah. And 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 there's a there's a following for that. It's um. It's definitely not uh something that um. Oh. I. Um. I I I'll care about. But okay, hit me with the next one that I didn't list. Um. I mean, I I don't really I can't really comment on this one. There was another code recollection. Um, which, um, sorry, I'm just I'm pulling it up because it's a kind of a, it almost looked like a point to click adventure game, almost like solving puzzles. Um, it's, it's, um, it's a, uh, the original, sorry, it's, uh, a refreshed retelling of the original trace memory game for the Nintendo DS game. So it's like. I don't know. I, I was told that this was a kind of a big reveal um, because we haven't seen anything about this for a really long time. And this is an old D- DS game um, and I, I can't really comment on it, but um, it did look somewhat interesting um, as a kind of a story uh, point and click. Um, and apparently it is got um, a decent following uh, for the Never trace memory games. Sure. So let's go with that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's I think that's all I got. Okay, well that's not too bad. I I found eight games in that direct that I would buy. Uh, they're not all coming out tomorrow, so it's not really a threat to my wallet immediately. But um, but that's quite a few. So that's a pretty good. Uh, direct a, for my... I mean, well, and it didn't. We didn't talk. I mean, then there's Mario Wonder, which is you're not right. counting that, right? I'm not counting another no, one because that wasn't on there. Yeah, yeah another one. There's lots actually, and uh, aside from this, I found out that um, Persona Four and Persona Three are getting physical editions, right, for the Switch. Are you gonna buy Four as well? Mm-hmm. So are you gonna restart it then? Yeah, I might. How far? How many hours in there do you think? Um, you know what? I don't know. I mean, if it's under fifty, I would probably restart. But it's definitely under fifty. Yeah, yeah, definitely under 50. Oh, easy peasy. I mean, no problem at all. I restarted Persona nope. 5 at like 40 and it was like. <laughs> no yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was holding out for physical copies of that game 
and uh, I was paid I off. was close so many times of just being like, ah, forget it. Like, it's never going to get a physical copy. Why am I? Because I yeah. just want I want I want the physical copies. Because I get it. I preservation. Get it. Um, preservation but yeah so they're coming out um by limited run games is releasing them so but i'm gonna wait until uh video game plus gets them in canada because they tend to get them and i'll just buy them from them but um sure yeah that's cool um and then uh liza p was released which is one of the ones that i was going to try out before uh, yeah but i wouldn't i said no but but adam specifically said do i not vetoed that game. i vetoed it i said do not touch it Although it's installed on my computer, I wouldn't. Either. I'm appalled that you didn't uninstall it immediately. Um, <laughs> I, I don't almost, play it. I, I, I'm teasing Jacob because I actually was very close to installing it myself. I've heard very positive things about it. I've heard it's um, almost a. It might even be more accessible than some of the Souls games, which isn't saying a lot, frankly. But um, it it sounds like it's it, it should be pretty fun to check out. Uh, maybe as your Zelda time winds down, maybe this is a, a game that you can play alongside your Starfield. Uh, the problem is, it's like as soon as Zelda winds down, I have all the Switch games that like I need to pick back up, like Metroid Prime, uh, Pikmin 4, uh, Chicory. I've got all these games that I, I have that uh, I've been kind of waiting for Zelda to wind down a little bit so I can go back to those. I see. So. I've got I've got I've got a length. I've got a backlog. I don't know if you heard um and that's pretty expensive that's uh that's a a whole podcast you could make a podcast about that kind of topic i feel like there's i feel like there's something there there's probably something there yeah yeah jake that was great that was a good chat well thanks everybody for listening yeah thank you and uh we'll catch you next time when we tell you about the next direct that happened in between our recordings (laughs) right if there's another direct i'm gonna be so so not like overhyped for it and it's going to be wonderful so again not to worry again over and over again just embracing lowered expectations excellent um thanks everyone see you bye everyone